again, we are live, and by live, I mean we're pre-recording this so we can edit it down for you and make it make more sense later. Uh, Krishna Vishnu Bhatla from Zimperium hanging out with us today talking about uh, a bunch of stuff, mobile app uh, risk assessment, uh, Z-Scan, Z-Defend, uh, getting into a lot of security conversations as well. Big topic. Security, as we all know, is for sure going to go away in 2022, right? It's not going to be a problem anymore. Uh, and I say that, of course, sarcastically. I'm, I'm always surprised when uh, we talk about security a ton uh, with this podcast of Beyond the Device. And uh, I'm, I'm always amazed that it isn't, uh, it isn't looked at with uh, a greater concern. And it's not like we're talking about these things because we and we see this constantly. There's always attacks. You hear like ransom ransomware, people's information getting stolen. But it gets into a whole other piece, which is like, like this is going to continue to be a problem for the foreseeable future. Like we're not going to become all of a sudden. It's not going to hit like twenty. Like I was joking at the top twenty-two or twenty-five or thirty, and then all of a sudden it's like we just don't have security issues anymore. Like that's just not not the way that that goes. It's that old, I think that old expression we've said on the podcast before that World War Three started like. 10 years ago quietly in the cybersecurity world. So it's like it kind of a it's a it's a strange place that we're in. But can you tell us like just specifically about the uh, the mobile app risk assessment? We can get that in just a sec. But can you just do an intro for yourself? I know we obviously know each other, but the, the folks watching and listening might not. Yeah, no, for sure, Reed. Uh, so my name is Krishna Vishnabatla uh, and I work for Zimperium. Zimperium is a mobile security company, right? So we do two things. We our technology, we protect mobile devices and we protect mobile apps, right? So that's kind of what we help enterprises with. Um, and I am VP of product strategy. So for me, there are two things. One, I focus on making sure people understand what we do and also kind of help make sure what we build aligns with what the, what the industry needs, right? So that's so, my service. Yeah, that was actually gonna be my first question, which is why do we even have the mobile app risk assessment? Why did you guys create it? It clearly wasn't just because the like, Hey, we could do this. So let's create it. It was for a very specific purpose, and the purpose you can tell us what you what you found. I already know it because I've <laughs> we've talked about this in the past. But uh, you can tell us what we found. It's kind of frightening when you look at the amount. Was it one hundred thirty thousand apps you guys looked at? That's right. So we were, you know, we were very fascinated by cloud storage, right? Because it's a trend among mobile app development, right? And when we looked at about 130, 140,000 apps that were using some form of cloud storage, right? You've got Azure, Firebase, Google, and a whole bunch of them, depending on whether you're an iOS or an Android developer. And we found a lot of them have embraced cloud storage, which makes sense from a development standpoint. Sure. But we're not securing these, what we call storage containers, right? So they were storing the data with the cloud provider but they would leave the door open. So anybody who knew where the door was could walk in and download all your data, right? That's so and, crazy. Yeah, and you would think when somebody says something like this that, oh, it must be just a small set of apps or some niche set of apps, but it's not, right? What we're seeing is every industry, communication, social, medical, health, travel, it's across the board that we're building more and more apps but we're making the same mistake over and over again. So it is right. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So who is this, who is this built for? Like who's ultimately, who can get the most out of the mobile app risk assessment? Because it's, again, it's, I would imagine app developers and there's something really important to note too. And I know you've talked about this in the past that it's not the app developers fault, right? Like, they, like these guys are app developers. These girls are app developers. Like they, they live in this world that that's all they do is, is develop. They're not security professionals in the same way. You can't expect like the vice president of sales 
to be an expert on, on marketing and vice versa. You cannot expect the developers to be an expert in security. It's just not their wheelhouse. So how, how can we, outside of the developers, who is this for? Is it just the developers? Yeah, so if you think about mobile, if you just take a step back and think about mobile apps, right? Mobile apps work because it works for everybody. For you and I, there's an app for everything, right? It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. We live on a low on our phone. My phone has 80 and 90 apps, and I can do almost everything on my phone, right? So for a consumer, it's convenience, mm -hmm. right? Convenience is worth a premium. Now, if you look on the other side, enterprises and businesses that are building apps for their consumers, for their employees, or even for their citizens, know that they like it as well, right? It's valuable. It's a mm -hmm. very personalized experience, right? But the cost of doing all this is they need our data, right? Mm -hmm. To make a great app, you need my personal information. Otherwise, you're never going to build a personalized experience. So we have all these businesses who are employing developers to build great mobile apps. And this is really to help them make sure they build safe and secure apps, right? Because at the end of the day, we as consumers or end users want to trust these apps, right? We volunteer a lot of personal data because we mm -hmm. derive value and it's to help organizations fill in privacy, security, compliance type of find these issues, plug them in so the data is safe, mm -hmm. right? So we continue to use it and they continue to thrive. Yeah, I think you you had thrown out a stat as well. The mobile app revenue is over a trillion dollars or something crazy like that, yeah. right? It's going to hit a trillion. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, I, I mean, clearly, yeah. with how everything is so mobile-focused, mobile-centric, uh, I mean, that's our focus is that mobile distributor, right? Like, this is not going to go away. This is only going to be more of an issue to not get in front of. It's kind of a crazy thing. So what is the, what is the mobile uh, app risk assessment? What does it entail? Yeah, so it's, we've made it really simple for businesses, right? Businesses build mobile apps. So what they're used to is, oh, I have a binary, which, you know, whether you're in the iOS or Android world, it's an IPA or an APK, it's mm -hmm. essentially the file, right? Their world is, I built an app, I put it on a store, and my customer downloads it, right? That's mm -hmm. the they know. So what we come in and say is, well, tell us the app that you think could potentially have some risk. Mm -hmm. Give us the app, share the app with us. We will run it through an assessment and whatever the findings are, we will sit down and walk through those with you, right? We'll have our mobile threat expert explain what these things are and how to remediate it. That's really pretty, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward and pretty simple. Yeah. yeah and, and for those of you guys looking for information on that, you can actually reach out to us at sales at three itech.com. That's uh, usually the closer at the end of the show. Sales at three itech. That's sales, the number three, E Y E T E C H dot com. Uh, happy to get you guys information on that. It could connect you to the one and only himself uh, to talk about this directly with him. So, so again, we, we want to, this is why we do these podcasts, right? We want to help people. You only know what you know, and there's it's like sometimes an insurmountable uh, mountain to try to get over, and it's like, where do you even start? Please reach out to us. We'll be happy to quarterback you to the right people and hopefully get these things solved. Uh, I also want to talk about some of this, like the state of affairs in 2020. Uh, this is another thing that you sent me. There was um, over 50 notable breaches, yeah. like some pretty unbelievable names, yeah. like uh, Under Armour, Walgreens, Wishbone, Screen Actors Guild. Like there's like... I mean, it's some pretty incredible, there's unbelievable breaches. So again, when I was like, 2022 is going to be here and we're done with all this, right? Like behind us, finally, with no more security problems. Like uh, what is happening and why, why are we not getting ahead of this? Like what's, what's the, what's the, like the, 
what's the hesitancy to like really attack this? Yeah, so there are two things, right? I think one, if you look in the post-pandemic era, right, mobile apps were already a thing before we entered pandemic, but post-pandemic, mobile has be, become the digital channel for any business, right? Um, as consumers, we've kind of entered this low-touch, no-touch economy where, oh, I don't want to go to a store. I want to do everything on my phone and my device. And businesses are having to adapt to that, right? And what's the best way? Everyone's jumped in on mobile apps, right? Um, and so everyone is bought in that mobile apps is the way to go, but all their spend and security spend is typically on legacy web applications, right? So there is a bit of that going on. Um, and also it's a very different world, right? Because if you sit back and think from, an or from a business standpoint, you're stuck between two people. One, you have regulators on your side who are saying, hey, if you use private sensitive data, you got to protect it, right? And there is civil liability and there's criminal liability. And then on the other side, the organization is saying, wait a minute, all my employees are remote. So I want to build mobile apps to make them productive. I also have apps to grow and to survive in this economy, right? So they need apps. And then you have the cyber criminal that knows that, oh, you're going to build all these apps. I know your developers are overwhelmed. Right. You know the exact same things we know. Right. So that puts the enterprise in a very difficult spot is you got to satisfy regulators and protect cyber criminals while giving more and more mobile apps to employees and customers. Right. So it's a really yeah. difficult situation for them right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty. And also um, the it's fr so my frustration around this and my my I think my favorite whipping boy I always talk about is Marriott. Um, can I say them by name? Sure, why not? They're very, they're pretty cool people. They already did it. It's fine. Uh, but they got breached. It was like 500 million um, uh, user credentials, uh, or user credentials, 500 million uh, user profiles were taken. Passwords, email, credit cards, like the whole thing. And it's like, hey, my bad, we're really sorry. And it's like, all right, well, at least you guys are getting ahead of this. Lesson learned. And it's like, well, actually, crazy thing. We just had another breach of five and a half million users. And it's like, what is, like, what? Like you just had that happen. Why is it happening again? Like it's so crazy that we just, like I said, we just cannot get in front of this somehow, uh, which I would love to see. I would really, really like to see happen. Um, so again, so how, so how do we leverage? So actually, a couple other things uh, I want to talk about: uh, Z Defense and Z Scan. These are, this is a pretty important thing. So, like in the case of uh, these breaches, in the case of like uh, leaky app data or the uh, the, the uh, uh, data security on the actual server, all these apps, it's a conduit to all this information. How do we, how do we use these things specifically to help solve yeah. these problems? Yeah, so I think it really starts by understanding where is the risk coming from, right? Mm -hmm. Somewhere with, from hiring developers to publishing the app, there is a life cycle in place, right? And at some point in this life cycle, we're introducing these risks, right? That's really what's going on. And what we try to do is help organizations say, okay, let's understand where the risk is coming from, right? And if you look at any mobile application lifecycle, there are two major areas, right? One is the development, right? Where you have all these developers come together and build these great apps, right? And then they post them to the stores. And then you have the end consumer kind of download it and run it on a device, right? These are two very distinct focus areas. Yeah. One, 
So we what we did with our products is we said, wait, when you build the app, you have to make sure you build a secure app, mm-hmm. right? Because for enterprises, they're all about data safety, right? They're not trying to compromise another app. They're just trying to give you value and also protect your data. So we have a scanning solution called Zscan, right? It's a binary scanner that looks for privacy, security, and compliance issues in your app and informs not just developers, but your risk and compliance teams, your security teams, right? Gives them something all of them can understand and all of them can say, all right, I approve for this app to be published, right? It it meets our risk threshold and we've covered all the hotspots and you're good to go, right? So that focuses on developing a good app, right? And the great thing about Zscan is you can automate it, right? Plug into your DevSecOps lifecycle and it can it can scan every app you ever produce. Just run in the background. Correct. So it's continuous, yeah. it's persistent, right? And it always will tell you whether you're over or under your risk threshold. Right? Mm-hmm. You tune it that way. Um, so that's always one part of the problem. So Z Defend is essentially the notion of what are you going to do once the app is published? Right. And this is something a lot of people don't get because traditionally the when you look at web applications, the mm. application is running on my infrastructure. Right. And since mm. it's my infrastructure, my data center, I've built a little, little moat around it with over six, seven million dollars of enterprise security products. Mm. But guess what? The mobile app is running on someone's device that you have no control over. Right. You yeah. Have- idea. It runs on a device you don't can control, a network you can't control, other apps you can't control. So you literally have no control over where it lands up. Right. And that's the fundamental difference with thinking about mobile app security after you've pushed it to the store. Right? Yeah. To solve that problem, right, it's really two things. It's one, the app's got to be smart enough to defend itself, right? Because it doesn't know where it's running. And also, if you're a developer, it will tell you that someone's trying to break the integrity of the app. So then you can do something about it as well. Mm. So that's the focus of the two products. One is build a good app and during runtime, make an app that can protect itself. Gotcha. And so one of the other things that I wanted to touch on uh, in a previous conversation that you and I had was that some apps are actually abusing your apps. Yeah. That's a pretty wild uh, it's not something I would ever think that would actually be a thing, but can you, t- can you break that down a little bit? Cause it's, I know the first time I heard it, it was kind of like, well, I don't even know what that means, but it doesn't sound like it's a good thing. Yeah. And this is a real, um, departure from the general tradition of how we think about, um, what do you call hacking or anything, right? Typically when you think about theft or something, you always think about another person trying to exploit your application or exploit something, but it's only in the mobile app ecosystem where someone else's app can actually abuse and exploit your app, right? And you wouldn't even know about it, right? And the way this happens is, think about it. If you look at your phone today, right, you have on average about 80 or 90 apps, right? They go from banking to health to utilities, right, to social, right? And we download them for utility. We are like, oh, I can use this. Oh, this is a scanner. Great. Photo editor. Great. Right. Yeah. Business card capture or whatever. There you go. That's a great. Example. <laughs> yeah. And cyber criminals know this. So what they've done is they are packing malware into these seemingly harmless apps. 
you will download them because you have no clue. But once it's installed on this app, the malicious app looks at the platform, takes, abuses the platform, abuses the permissions you have given to your app, and steals the data right underneath it, and you wouldn't even know. Right? And um, so vulnerable. That's just the crazy thing. It's just like, I, I can't even. I don't know how many times I've downloaded something. I've stopped doing this. <laughs> I stopped doing this a couple of years ago because I, I, we got into like the security thing started really becoming a thing. Um, and I, I just realized that this is like, I won't download any apps now on my phone just because I'm, I'm very hyper aware of this. It's like, unless it's a, unless it's like, you know, like Google Maps or something, it's like, I, I really do need this on my day to day. I, I kind of try to keep my phone as, as like, app crazy free like i don't download video games anymore because they're all they've all got crazy problems it's really wild like this is such an issue um and i just I, again it's like i wish we could uh i just wish we get ahead of this and it's just like it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon which actually well it dovetails into um uh, cybersecurity is not a nice to have yeah, it's it, this is an infrastructure, right? It's like it's like communication and video, like the, especially you know, post pandemic. This is very much uh, a very normal thing beforehand. It was like, we're going to be on video. What are you nuts? Like, you're just, like I was like, no one did anything on video. Uh, but in, in this uh, post uh, pandemic, well, even pre pandemic world, cybersecurity should have been a, a very big infrastructure play. Uh, but I think people are starting to realize how incredibly important it is. So who is who are we trying to get this information to ultimately that would this would really resonate with because this is their world on a regular basis? Yeah. So the enterprises that are focused on mobile apps for two main reasons, right? Uh, it's either you're building or you're having a third party build mobile apps for you. Either you're trying to make your employees more productive or it's to drive more revenue or provide digital services to your customers or to citizens, right? We have a lot of governments kind of providing digital uh, services to citizens. So, if you're and actually, not to interrupt you, but that's a thing. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but the one thing I'm I'm very happy about is that the amount of uh, government contracts and government uh, entities that you guys have been working with, municipalities, state, yeah. local, federal, they, like they are paying attention. Which is kind of, if you think about it, the gripes of the federal government versus like the private sector versus public sector. Not to make it like a political thing, but like the the public sector is way ahead of this, yeah. like way way ahead of this, which is a really a very positive thing. No, it is. It is nice to see, and I think they have recognized uh, very quickly that how much of information is out there on mobile. Right. I think everybody thinks my laptop has more access than your mobile. Well, it's no longer the case your mobile has access to the same information as your laptop used to have. And yeah. they've caught on to this, right? And that's why there's so much of regulation around this now. Yeah, this is great, man. So I, I you know, we're, we're getting, uh, I wanna make sure we, we cover all our bases here before we wrap up. But do you have any additional, uh, just closing comments or points that you wanna throw? I know we talked a little bit about Zscan and Zdefend, the mobile app risk assessment. I mean, there, there really are a lot of solutions that we can utilize through uh, through your software stack. The things that, again, Zimperium has been on the front line of this for a long, long time. So you can really help get ahead of this, especially for those organizations that are behind. Like, uh, But is there anything you want to just add from a closing comments perspective before we wrap up? Yeah, no, my, my big thing to any businesses or enterprises, right, that are using mobile apps is you have to start by understanding what your risk is right? Uh, what are you exposing with these mobile apps? 
right? It's a great idea. They're a huge, very powerful tool for productivity and revenue, but it all starts with understanding what information are you making available to these people, right? And making sure that you integrate security into your entire life cycle and not by point solutions, right? Um, and we as Imperium, we're really happy to sit down and just have a conversation, right? We're not trying to sell product, but we want enterprises to understand these risks so that they can build apps that everybody can trust. That's great. Yeah, thank you again for making time to do this. It's such an important uh, topic. And again, it's not going to go anytime soon. So uh, Krishna uh, Vishnu Bhatla hanging out with us again today from Zimperium. Talk about the mobile app risk assessment, Zscan, Zdefend. Uh, if you guys have an application, you'd like to have it scanned. If you're a developer, if you're in the C-suite or CISO, please feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to help you guys out with this stuff. This is so incredibly important to get ahead of and not behind, not constantly be trailing. We're, treat, we're treating uh, you know, cybersecurity as a police action where we have to wait something uh, to happen, wait for it to happen before we actually take uh, some type of an action against it. So again, thank you so much for, uh, for, for joining us today. And thank you guys for listening or watching, whichever one you're doing. Be sure to check us out for another episode of Beyond the Device. Click like and subscribe. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on the internet for the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.